Hello and welcome to Bad Pow TV, your weekly recap for superhero stuff. We're here to talk about the uh, back half weird episodes of the week. I'm your host, Kenneth. Around the table, we have Monica. Hello, I am here. Beatrice. Yes, that's me. And guest star, Laura. It's Laura. 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 I can't do that R thing. With like oh, seven honey. R's. I'm very white. You're so white. Laura. Mm. <gasps> I, I did it! It sounds Germany though when I do oh, it. I cannot also do it. I also can't whistle or roll my tongue. I can't whistle. <laughs> I can make a taco. That, oh. No, that's what I meant. I can't. Mm. No, I can't do it. Oh my God. Ladies, look out. I to anything, so you're fine. You're good. So, uh, I hear you got bullied into watching this last night. Motivated. She was motivated. How dare you? You got monica into watching this. There it is. That's like correct. That. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm sitting right Where, here. <laughs> she, she, it starts with a hug, and then the next thing you know, you're in a half Nelson. <laughs> this is horrible. And you're like, yes, I would like to watch that. I, came, okay. I would love to I came watch to record this. a podcast. <laughs> I've never heard of. Thank I came you. to record a podcast and play some games with my friends, and I'm feeling really attacked right now. It's, this is your life yeah. yeah forever look you guys will be ever forever be dicks about me making your lives better and that's fine abd bro always be a dick yeah <laughs> um, always be dicks always be dicking ah! <laughs> but yes uh, so, let's get it together okay let's jump right into umbrella academy first off uh episode two Man, this show is yeah. fucking weird, and I'm weird, about it. Weird. I love weird, it. Weird. It's great. I love it. Uh, do you want us to give us a quick recap on this episode? Yeah, so quick recap. We have um, Five is kind of wandering around on his own. Uh, we Doing we, some scouting. Yeah, doing some weird scouting. Investigating. Uh, we're introduced to two new characters. They look like weird, like, murder agents. Uh, they check into a hotel, and then they go try to track Five down. Yeah, that's Mary J. Blige, bro. Oh, holy shit. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. That's yeah. awesome. That yeah. makes sense now, because I was like, I've seen your face. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, I think he's in something. I know his voice. There was a way he in which he familiar. said, explain yourself, that I was like, I feel like I know you, but I forgot to look it up. Also, he looks like Nick Frost, and it keeps confusing me. It's not Nick Frost. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Um, And they end up uh, tracking Five down at a department store. There's a whole shootout. He tries to bamf out. Ends up going back in time a little bit after killing the lady. So she turned an acronym into a verb? What? Bamf? Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's, how night, that's how Nightcrawler travels. Come on. Mm, okay. He bamfs. Uh, <laughs> so, like, he kills the lady, but then while teleporting poofs back in time a couple minutes and she's alive again um so it looks like his powers are kind of wacky still i was wondering how she was still alive yeah mm-hmm. yeah thank yeah. you um but i think he did it to save uh, dolores, dolores is yeah. his mannequin his lover. mannequin girlfriend oh that yeah. man that was so sad too uh, because yeah i thought it was like someone like he had gone back in time and started that store and they modeled that mannequin after his wife to look no it was a fucking mannequin the entire time yeah because we i guess um side side note to that he he gets a klaus to help him try to track down where this eyeball that klaus Klaus, this fake eye that he has um klaus shows that he is terrifying and wily before we get distracted let's finish with the recap okay wait though wait though the other guy so cha-cha is mary j blige her partner is named Hazel, and he's fucking Edmund Kemper from Mindhunters. <gasps> That's where I know him from. That's where we know him from. Um, yeah. I have seen Mindhunters. Uh, uh, he's Edmund it. Kemper. That's the, with the glasses. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, quick side the note. Tall one. For anybody who hasn't seen Mindhunters, Mindhunters is a Netflix show about the origin of the dudes at the FBI who hunt serial killers. Oh, the A.U. Mm-hmm. And the and Ed Kemper, also known as the co-ed killer, murdered a bunch of people in the seventies. Yada yada yada. He's very tall, and that guy played that guy nailed it. Oh my god! Every scene that guy was in was magic. 
Basically, if you like Criminal Minds or yeah. if you like the Ted Bundy tapes, yeah. watch Mindhunter. Oh, I have to say, Mindhunter, I thought was very boring. It's just oh. slow. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. And also, I slow hated the girlfriend. The oh, my God, the girlfriend ending. was terrible. This is but a that's different not, podcast. That's, that's a different David podcast. podcast. <laughs> so, um, five fights those guys. Five. His powers don't work, but he escapes. Saves yeah, saves Dolores, gets out of there, goes back to uh, Vanya and is like, uh, okay, fine, maybe I need a little bit of help. My bad. Um, mm, no, I thought he went back to her at the. Oh no, he goes back to her at the beginning of this. Um, and yeah. apologizes. Sorry, I'm... it's at the end when he's like, "Fuck everyone." Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Yes. Did it, you watch it's the been episode? a. Oh, I. So we got really excited and oh, just and watched these back to back. So it's been like a, a week for me, and I have a, a sad minute. little brain. <laughs> um, on the flip side, we have uh, Luther is distrustful of diego and so like tries to track down where he lives finds out it's in the back of a boxing boxing place um finds out that diego actually had a fight the night that uh their father was killed so it couldn't be him he's like yo why didn't you tell me and diego's like go fuck yourself i don't need to explain myself to you um and they're friends they are they're not they're not Diego, (laughs) diego apparently tried to join the cops he did not make it through the academy i'm not surprised and he and the police officer investigating the donut shop killings mm-hmm. either used to date or used to bone. And mm-hmm. they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And Allison um, is having family trouble. And also watched some video recordings that their creepy father kept. Yeah. Of every room in the house. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. So I really want to see what she saw. Yeah. But... Yeah. I feel like that's going to be one of those that they're just going to drag. Yeah, they're yeah. never going to show like, us. We'll find out or someone else, but the viewer won't. Yeah, like towards I, the end. I feel pretty frustrated about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the the very last thing we see is his flash forward where of him uh, finding, finding all of them dead. All of them dead. Oh, yeah, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm like having some trouble with the time in this because he disappeared when they were 13. Mm-hmm. And then he flashed forward to eight days in the future, fif- 15 years and eight days in 17. the future, 17 years and eight days in the future. Uh-huh. And then he jumped back eight days. But in my head, I keep thinking to myself, I really thought that he had gone further into the future somehow. Like, I, well, I'm having trouble he, with the time. He jumped 15 years and eight days or 17 years and eight days. And then also lived 30 years in the future. Right, right, right. So, like, I I guess my, the whole, like, in eight days thing is throwing me off because I keep imagining that um, they all last saw him eight days ago, Mm, but I keep forgetting mm -hmm. about the 17 years that he was gone. Yeah. It's been weird for me. I'm fine. Well, and then, like, we keep talking about how his name is number five, and everybody else got a name except for five. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm always. I think he he disappeared before the rest of them got comfortable enough saying, "Screw you, Dad, other? we're going to do what we want and name mm-hmm. each other." Well, I think it, at some point in the episode they mentioned that the mom, like I think it was Klaus or Diego or someone complaining, and they were like, "Well, he didn't even name us. Mom had to come up with them. So mm. their names come oh. from a robot. Yeah. So maybe she did name number five, but he was he was screwed up enough that it was like, no, I'm number five. Or maybe he got lost before. Before. before she or named I was thinking maybe he just kept number five. Just as like a, this isn't my family, this isn't real, mm-hmm. I'll be five until I'm whoever I want. Maybe he just really likes the as a name. Yeah. 
Man, I was so bummed when he's telling them, he's telling Klaus about how he had been with this woman, Dolores, for 30 years. And then we find out that she was a mannequin. Yeah, that was real sad. Which is weird because eventually there are people again. If he lived in the future for 30 years and worked. Well, Cha-Cha and Hazel said, it's weird to have to go after one of our own. Mm -hmm. Holding a picture of old five. That's why they thought the tow truck driver was five. Because he was the same age. And they Wait, put so the are they from up. the future then? Yeah. They're, they're oh, from man, the future. Oh, man, I hella missed that. No, no, they're from the future. And, and what happened, well, the way I understood it, it's like at the beginning he said everything was wiped out. But I think as he walked, you know, there were some Further and further away. That may maybe. have okay. made it. And it, something happened and there was an organization or like whatever. That it could have been like a nuclear attack mm-hmm. or something that happened, but then somebody else built stuff out of the rubble. Right. In 30 years, okay. more people showed up. So I'm sitting here going, why did you keep your stupid, weird girlfriend? Know, maybe Other like people exist. Imprinted on Dolores. Yeah, you know, after like 10 years, you really love that mannequin. Also, do we think that um, the two agents are all, two of the 42 people that were spontaneously born? Also no, then? they don't seem to have superpowers. Okay. Hmm. And they're from the future future, and they're not the same age, but they're only like 10 years older than the kids. Okay. True. True, true, true. Yeah, so the the timelines don't really line up for that. But I am interested about the other kids. Yeah, where are they? Join the academy. Oh yeah, because there's a bunch of them. And they've all got to also have powers because all the kids. Well, Vanya has something. Yeah, Vanya's got something for sure. We just haven't figured it out. Yeah, it's subtle or it's something that she just never tapped into. I actually think that Dad knew. What hers but, was? Yeah, I think she was more of like the strategy. Like she was kept apart because she needed to like she the somehow control? control all of these crazies. Hmm. But mm-hmm. probably like what with if, the book thing, she they was like, nope, you're done. What mm-hmm. if Vanya is the bomb? <gasps> that oh, levels that'd be pretty everything. Nice. Oh damn! Because we and actually that's her yeah, we didn't see her body. Actually, we didn't see her body, Ooh. and maybe he found out that was her power. That she's like a nuclear weapon level like event waiting inside of a human body so he never trained her up he didn't tell her about it he convinced her she had nothing he put her on pills to kind of contain it and then they figure out in the next eight days that it's it's vanya that would be pretty cool oh dang i mean that is good the one thing that i'm gonna put a kink let's fight (laughs) (laughs) but um number five said that who like the bomb was placed or blown up or whatever by the person that had the eye. So well, that's that, why he was trying to find the eye. That could be an assumption that he had made at 13 when he found Luther just holding the oh, eye. Okay, assuming sense, yeah. my family would have fought them because we were trained to fight them. And this was obviously someone Luther was fighting. So this must have been the one who did the bomb okay. stuff. Yeah, somebody Theory comes accepted. in, tries to fight it. Vanya stresses out and just, for the first <laughs> time in forever. And, yeah. I am. I mean, I, I might be wrong, but like that'd no, be but cool. I'm that, that's right pretty now. solid. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. Um, I love that Ben the ghost is like real sassy. Yeah. Also, how hot is he? He's so hot, and yeah, he's my hot. favorite. He turns into like a violent cephalopod. <laughs> and he's reading all of the time. It's all like, of the time. Oh, I can't you, be hotter, please. Oh, please. Yeah. Where does he get books from? As a dead, he's person? a ghost. He can do what he wants. Maybe he it have, was like, a book he had on him when he books? died. Oh, that would be so terrible. Though. Reading the same you got book one over book. Over. That you I don't know, man. If <laughs> I was stuck, even if it even was one that you liked, you're like, okay, fine. I'm yeah, going you're reading like just whatever. Like I, that's true. That's true. I don't know if you had like if you had a brand new if Sando like, book, Way of Kings, or, or if I had sure. like Ancillary Justice, I'd probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Or well, the Martian. Oh God, or the Martian. 
Well, and because well, actually, he's on the other side. Like he's not a ghost. Ghost. Well, I mean, just Klaus that can see him. Right. It's like he talks to the other side. So maybe on the other side, there's like there's a like library. libraries. <laughs> ghost library. That would be like a dream. Ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the good place. You just have any book you want. Yeah. That forever. is my heaven. Eternity. Like, this is where I'm going after I die. Yeah. And then every week there's like a book club. Okay, can we focus up? Sorry, we're sliding. Imagining my good place, dude. Yeah, he and I are going to be in the same good place. Limitless time to read. Mm -hmm. That's the dream. Yes. All right. So I've lost the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So everybody loves Ben. I have to say, I fucking love Klaus. He's such a dirt. Klaus Klaus is great. great. Like he's. A terrible human being, but also I he's bet like, as a child, being he able to hilarious. see dead people would screw mm-hmm. with your head. Oh, so. yeah. No, that's why he's been self-medicating for yeah. 15, 17 years. Yeah. And everybody knows years. I love dirtbags. She does. I, I mean, also like Jason how creative he is at being a dirtbag. Like, he knows people's weaknesses. He knows how to manipulate. Mm-hmm. When he was like, how dare you put hands on my child? And then, like, slaps yeah. five. <laughs> the doctor's <laughs> like, wait, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's crazy. <laughs> then he hits himself in the face with, with that, that snowball. And he says glitter in his hair for the rest and of the down episode. his jacket yeah. like love it he gives zero fucks love it i also really liked allison i'm very curious about why she doesn't have custody like what kind of fuck like, i think she that, feels like well put and it's like no you're fucked up yeah, yeah. i think that because she mentioned to luther luther was like why didn't you do that rumor thing like what happened and she's like well i i did it and it came true i think maybe she reached too far or pushed too hard and her husband like flipped out and doesn't want the kid near her because she can manipulate people's minds. That's possible. Like, maybe she tried to win a fight yeah. or did something, something. And he, like, found out. Because I think, because everybody's capable of, in our small, petty moments, saying something really mean and cruel that you then wish you could take back. Right. And if you have a superpower that can bend people to your will, and in that moment you, you do something do really shitty and then you can never take it back again, I would be on her husband's side and yeah. be like, how dare you? Yeah. Good point. But I am also I'm excited. I'm yeah. very interested. I think I feel like she feels the more put together. Yeah. So she must be one of the more damaged. Yeah. Because oh. I was just like, where is it on the yes. like on his sleeve and it's fine? And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I can deal with you. But her was like, hmm. hmm. Also, um, even from a obviously Billy Bones is super hot, but even from a non like sexy standard, I'm just dying to see what his body looks like. Like, Fair what enough. is going on? I think it's like eighty percent hair, I think just based looks- on that one cut we yeah, saw. I think he just looks like a jacked up werewolf all the time. <laughs> sexy werewolf, but like he's yes. like all my urban he's fantasy. Twenty years of leg day. Yeah, give me little legs. See, I don't. I didn't like it because it felt like you know, like one of those balloons. Like he was just inflated. To he that looks level a little silly. Of his head and it's so yeah. disproportionate that I'm like, I'm not buying that you're. Well, that no, I think so little. Like you're just so. I think that this up. is in like, like the first the first episode. Diego was like poking fun at him and was like, um, "Dad fucked you up so much he couldn't even look at you and relegated you to the moon or whatever." So I think that his dad was trying to like improve upon his super strength that he just had naturally and just like went overboard and now he's like oh. it's like watching yeah, a like, gym like dude try to do actual things with his muscles it never works out because they build the wrong sets so i think it's like something like that and dad sense. just went like overboard and there's no way to like take it back down mm-hmm. got it got it makes sense i still love his winnebago on the moon like I, yeah oh it's beautiful it's great well it's that whole it's the look of the show yeah you know, i love that, it it's that like old school but crisp so yeah. everything like the tvs like clearly were not in modern times. So yeah, it's just it's bringing it's bringing back all this. But it's also set look. like now. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the the there are no cell phones. The uh, it's set now, isn't it? It's now. Have we seen them use cell There's phones? There's no cell phones. All the TVs are black and white and in tiny old school. Oh, and the the phone she used a house phone with. When a is cord. this set? Actually, 
This this is not modern times. This is vintage with kids, like a crisp feel. The kids were born in the eighties though. Yeah, I did say they were born in like eighty seven. Something like that. Like, they I think maybe it's an like, alternate oh, universe where yeah. cell phones just were never developed. Like, yeah, it feels like without being clearly steampunk, but that like match up. You're right. It yeah. absolutely does. Huh. This is why like interesting. I, we should I didn't even have you on the podcast. I didn't even often. notice <laughs> that they don't really use cell phones. Yeah, because yeah. I, I remember thinking at the time that it was really weird to see Allison be on a hall phone with a cord. Also, they have like a weird payphone in the house. Yeah, well, yeah. they haven't texted, they haven't everything. All yeah, the that's t- crazy. Yeah. This is why. This is what I was saying. Like the Royal Tenenbaums, kind of like yeah, it feels old the same feel of mm-hmm. what is yeah. But then every once in a while, when they they do something that requires uh, like CGI, like the the monkey butler. Every time he steps into a scene, it feels perfectly natural. Like, mm-hmm. the the effects on that are amazing. Right. No, clearly. And this is what I'm saying. Like, it's so crisp. It's so real. It yeah. feels like there's a seamless to it that yeah. I love. I love. Well, and I think they haven't specifically told us that mom is a robot. Right? She's a robot. But, I mean, like, we she saw, like, like into that bed yeah. chair. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, she sat down and cords, like, plugged into her temples. They were charging her. Either oh, okay. she's a robot she or she's got a weird kink. When she looking at the art, and she sat down on that weird chair that's like three chairs in a circle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She like sat down, and these cords came up and plugged into her ear holes. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? We, we may never know if she's a robot, though. <laughs> I was going to say that I assumed that she was a robot based specifically on like her outfit in this episode when she brought all the kids into lunch, where she is wearing those amazing high heels, and her skirt is a perfect bell. I'm like obviously she's a robot. Yeah. Well, that and she doesn't age <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. So she's the same. Beatrice is trying to make jokes. I got jokes. Jokes. Okay. Uh, do you want to quickly cover Doom, Doom Patrol? Patrol? You're just gonna get I've to not hear about watch the show. this, but so, I will still comment ignorant. I will say that. That's <laughs> right. Nice. That's what we look for. <laughs> if you like Umbrella Academy, you would probably also like Doom yeah. Patrol because it is the okay. same kind of weird, it's weird banana shit. pants and there's bullshit. More I like which I like. Yeah, one well, funny story. Uh, Umbrella Academy, written by one of the people in My, My Chemical, Chemical Romance, Romance, which is odd. Like the band? Yeah. Do you Gerard remember Way. My Chemical Romance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, band, yeah. you know Gerard Way? Like one of the lyricists Gerard in My Chem? No, no one Okay, knows anyone. Yeah, sure. He Everyone knows Gerard Way. I don't know any Okay, let me rephrase. Everyone in, in the band, pop basically. scene from 2004 on knows Gerard Way. Okay. Okay, so I was. Either. And she knew. Um, Jackie would know. Jackie anyway. Would know. He wrote this, and it was very heavily influenced by um, Grant Morrison's run on Doom Patrol. So it's funny that they both dropped at the same time. And they have the same Got feel, because they're both yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, they're so strange. Mm-hmm. I like strange. Doom Patrol's yeah. a little bit more silly. This okay. one's, like, pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Tell me about it. <laughs> All right. Doom Patrol, episode two. Cyborg! Yeah, so we... Um, Sorry, I jumped ahead. We get a cyborg showing up. We get uh, basically... Jane jumps into the vortex in the ground after from, Chief. After Chief, when his bus flips into it, um, Rita and Larry are like, "Fuck we're this! We don't want to be superheroes. We're out. We're just going back to the mansion." Cliff dis- tries to keep going on. Really doesn't have the idea what's going mm-hmm. to happen though. He tracks down a weird goat that showed up. Donkey. It's a donkey. Yeah, uh, it's a goat donkey. It's a. It's just a donkey. Okay, uh, the it's title is in fact even Donkey, donkey Patrol, but it we may never know a, what it is. Okay. Um. And then uh, Vic shows up, captures the donkey, is like, hey, your donkey's a portal into another dimension. And then they shove Rita into the zomb- uh, into the donkey, and it so, gets... So, a little it, bit of look, backstory it, okay, there. <laughs> Laura, let me tell you about this show. It's about these misfits who all live together because they're really fucked up, like, physically. 
one of the ladies Rita turns into a giant blob skin blob creature. Yeah, flesh monster. So flesh monster. She was um, originally like a B movie actress from the fifties, and now she turns into a, the blob. Right. Cliff Steele was a race car driver who died except for his brain, and he was brain was put into a metal like man. So he's like a like robot. In Futurama? Like they just walk around. Hits. Yeah, but no, but he has like a face. It's okay. not just like a, head. a brain. It's like a metal face okay. with a human brain. Um, and then there's Larry, who was a fighter pilot in the 40s and 50s. He, um, an alien entity took his body, crashed his plane, and then he had like 80% second and third degree burns across his body. So he's wrapped up like a mummy mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Those are our four. Oh, and the fourth is Jane. She has 64 alternate pers- personalities, and each one of them has a superpower. Ooh, Jane's my favorite. Already. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She's and then blight. they're led by Chief. So Chief and Jane <laughs> fell into a portal, mm-hmm. and that disappeared. Larry and Rita don't really want to participate. They're not heroes. Cliff cares about Jane, so he's trying to figure out what happened. Vic is a superhero named the Cyborg who was in a horrible accident, and one of his arms is metal, one of his legs is metal, and half of his face is like metal, so he's a cyborg. And he goes to investigate where Chief and the town went. Also, the town got destroyed. Oh, yeah. Whole town just Whole disappeared. Town so he, Vic, is friends with their leader, so he went to go investigate and finds Cliff chasing a donkey around. And it's like, the old what town, the fuck? And he's like, what the fuck is happening? So that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So they, they capture the donkey. Uh, the donkey then vomits up Rita. and Jane. Jane, Jane. sorry. Um, Jane comes out of the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, this, is a, this is a small donkey. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a thing. So Cliff focuses on Jane. Right. And then Cyborg, who's actually a really good natural leader, kind of gathers Larry and Rita, and they start spitballing, like, what this donkey could be. Um, Larry's trying to figure it out, because they all want Chief back. And Cyborg discovers, through his, like, Cyborg guy, that the donkey is literally a keyhole doorway to, to like, another donkey. dimension. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah to basically. another dimension. <laughs> So they they get the plan that they're going to take Rita, who since she can go very very small flesh monstery, they're going to stick her in a plastic bag, shove her into a cut a tiny little metal for one cone, and just kind of squeeze the bag to like, poke her eyeball down <laughs> the, poke her eyeball the donkey's throat. inside the donkey's throat to like see what is going on in oh the god. dimension. Oh my god, listeners! <laughs> I, I wish you could see Laura's face right I, now. What a strange thing to try to describe yeah, to someone. Yeah, I feel like. This was because, a mistake. Because then you see, like, her eye going, going in, inside the, the donkey. <laughs> the show is pure magic, by the way. Oh, my God. But so then uh, the, right the, the the Stargate activates. It sucks her in. Uh, Larry and Larry Vic try and to hang Vic. on to her. And they, they all get pulled into, into the, zo- uh, the donkey, too. Why do I keep trying to call it a zombie? Uh-huh. Um, and they end up in this weird, like pocket dimension um inside the donkey yeah yeah where the the bad guy dude who showed up in episode one then narrates what's happening for them and they can just like funny it's very meta yeah he's like they started exploring full of trepidation and they're all just standing still going what the fuck and he goes they started exploring <laughs> and then they start moving. It's, it's great. Bad. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. Well, so they this, are all- like I think my favorite part of the narration is when uh he's somebody says something like 
who are you talking to? Because he keeps ta- he keeps narrating like to the audience, and so Chief is like, "Who are you even talking to?" And he says, "I don't know." Grant Morrison fans, uh, Reddit redditors with a DC subscription. Yeah, it was great. So it's very meta. It's very fourth wally. So basically, the inside of the donkey, the bad guy uses to torture the three of them. He puts them back into their lives before they were injured, trying to convince them this is real. All three of them are like, "Nah, this is we're inside a fucking donkey, man." Like I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and he's basically trying to make it bad enough that they will drop their idea to go look for Chief. Right. He wants mm-hmm. to he wants to keep Chief and he wants them to like leave him alone with Chief. So eventually, Larry's alien electricity guy that lives in his chest and actually like animates his body. I think Larry died in the plane crash. Maybe and the alien or, dude Or maybe like the the thing is based like it takes all the electrical impulses out of his oh, body as it leaves, itself. so he just so he can't, can't. He, flesh oh, puppets. That's right. I, I don't know. Yeah, because I keep I keep going back and forth between thinking of it as sort of like a Doctor Fate kind of scenario, but also like I don't know because it feels like more like sharing space with something yeah. rather than yeah. something taking you over. Um. So that his electric buddy, alien buddy, helps save them and like releases them from the donkey. So. The donkey just, like, sticks his head in the air, opens his jaw wide, and out comes oh. our... Closer to the mic. Out comes our three heroes and the entire town. <laughs> and then the donkey explodes! And then the donkey explodes. And then they're all covered with blood oh, and guts. Blood and, and guts and donkey. They, uh, Larry popped out, and you know, he's got, like, his medical wrappings over his entire body. And they were all red. I was like, oh, that's weird that the pocket dimension changed. Oh, no, he's no, just covered blood. in it's donkey covered goop. covered in oh, donkey what? blood. <laughs> <laughs> So now this whole town was, like, dead in an alternate dimension, and now is back and alive. Um, Our three heroes are covered in donkey goo, and also kind of met the villain. They still don't have Chief. And meanwhile, Jane and Cliff have just been, like, yelling at each other in the house over peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like, it's the weirdest show. (laughs) It's so great, because Jane's personality levels definitely have, like, the friendlier top-level ones, and then the weird ones that the rest of them don't really like talking to. And when those come out, stuff One of them is named up. Katie, and no one likes talking to her because she turns into a ball of fire and can fly. Very Dark Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, I love she's it. violent and angry a lot. And there's there's a ton of other ones. They they refer to her, her brain as basically the underground. So that it's like... It's like a city inside of her that's full of all of these different people. They're all complete it's like different really people. Interesting. And they talk to each other. And some of them are, like, they're most, they seem to be aware of each other. But yeah. they don't all they have. They hang out. Yeah. Some of them don't spend time together. And so some of them have information that the other ones don't have because they don't speak to each other. Oh, my God. This is, it's, she has a little town in her own Yeah. Mind. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because she actually drew a picture of what the underground is. And, they ha- and so everybody has a name. It's not like personality number 16. No. They all have names. The hangman's daughter and Katie and a bunch of other ones. And how they're, they all are connected or related to each other in this big diagram. Oh, that's it's awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, if you like Umbrella Academy, I would definitely yeah. recommend watching well, this, this one. Is, one. Is, you got my interest peaked. Well, it's so extra meta because one of the one of Jane's personalities has like this silver on her mouth and as she speaks the words come out of her mouth like and write themselves in the air and then she throws them at you like a weapon like at one point she says you're so fucked and it comes out in silver and then embeds itself in a wall next to cliff's (gasps) face 
Like, so it's just looks, really cool. So he looks over and the word fucked is just... It's like, in the wall. Right in the wall. It was really cool. I want that one. Yeah. So, this was a weird episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, we learned via Cyborg, who's been doing this for five years, he's a team leader, he wants to be on the Justice League, so he's good at this stuff, that Mr. Nobody, the villain, because they were like, oh, he's scary, like, we shouldn't, and he goes, no, he's insecure. He is afraid we will be able to save Chief, and all he wants is Chief, so he tried to scare us away from doing that one thing. We have to move forward. Mm -hmm. We know him better now, and I really liked that analysis. Yeah. I love this version of Cyborg. He, I was telling Monica that the... Um, whoa. Every version of Cyborg is fantastic. <laughs> no, the, Fight the, me. the one in Justice League is kind of a snooze. Oh my god. That one, that's a terrible noise. <laughs> Dude, the one in just. Oh, oh, okay, never mind the movie, sorry. Yeah, okay. movie! Yeah. I love he, almost every version of Cyborg. Like, oh no, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I tried to block that movie out of my face. Well, no, I like this one because we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And my thing was, th- this is a tiny human man, right? But he has charisma and he has a great smile and he's obviously got leadership skills mm-hmm. and he wants to do the best that he can for the mm-hmm. people. And um, this is what I feel like Cyborg is. Well, you know, he reason in the comics he usually ends up running the Teen Titans. Yeah, he, he's, he's a natural he's leader. Cap. He's, yeah. he's yeah. Captain America. So I really liked that. Whereas in the movie, he was just whiny and a butt face the whole time. Well, he was also like three Brand days new. into I know, I know, having a body. And then like in um, New Young Justice, he's there, but it's kind of the same deal where he's like not centered. He doesn't know what he yeah. is yet. Um, I just really liked the casting for this because usually he's a really big dude and they just picked the guy who would fit the part better Mm -hmm. because I believe this guy is a team leader. I believe he'll have a plan. I believe he has what's best for everyone at heart. It does really bug me that his robot eye is ever so slightly lower than his normal eye though and like Dude, look at it. It's all I can see. I actually said to her, I was like, I'm so glad that his eyes are lined up instead They're of like not. on the gifted. Because well, oh, it was no. like that dude from the gifted whose Whereas eye was like, I was like on oh, his yeah. cheekbone. That shit was weird. Mm-hmm. It might, anyway. it might. So maybe we're just, we're just glad it's closer. It's, yeah, closer it's, it's in the general eye region. Uh, I'm like, they have like levels. They could put the thing on his face and do a level and shift. Yeah. Accordingly, mm-hmm. but he's great, and yeah, I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter to me at all that he's small in stature because he's big in presence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the rest of the the group, I mean, they felt like a group. They felt like they were becoming like a family, but they didn't feel like a team, right? Until they didn't Cyborg really know what they were doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Cyborg has experience, and he's good at motivating people. I was telling um, Beatrice and Malia last night that I, there's a moment where like Rita really didn't want to go inside the donkey. She was like not here for it at all, but she did her duty. To be fair, it doesn't sound fun. No, oh, no. She did her duty. She did what would help the team out. We're trying to find chief, you know? And so later on, and she had a wh- horrible time, obviously he finds her to like find out where his room is. And he takes a minute to say like, Hey Rita, you did a really good job today. I appreciate what you did for us all. You didn't have to, you're a star. And like, I feel like that's such a good moment of leadership because that the, using that word, especially for Rita, cause she, she wants to be a celebrity again. She wants to be a movie star again, really like motivates her. And yeah. then now she associates doing heroic things with the feeling of being a star mm-hmm. and he's it's manipulative but this is leadership he's tying those two things together mm-hmm. and i really like that because part of being a leader is you know you have to be in charge of people and you have to make sure they're focused but you also have to like do positive reward and positive words because you want them to associate what they're doing with feeling good mm-hmm. and i just really like that it's such a nice subtle way to show he is a good leader yeah i loved it any final 
Doomstroll thoughts? Uh, oh, also, as per usual, uh, Cyborg's dad is a shit. Yeah, man, that worst. guy sucks. Uh, he, he basically, he shows up and is like trying to tell Cyborg. He's like pageant momming Cyborg and trying to, trying that he wants to be on the Justice League. And so he's trying to make his kid into something that can be on the Justice League. And like, Cyborg wants to be on the Justice League, but also mm-hmm. he cares about Chief and he's found this like house full of idiots who need someone to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And that's who Cyborg is. He, he's a team leader. He, he wants to be yeah. there for people. As an aside, same as with the Titans show, I really like that the show implies there's a bigger, broad, DC universe, universe yeah. out there. Because part of it, the beginning of the show, he was talking to Chief in a flashback, Cyborg was, about how, you know, I've been doing this five years, or this was in the beginning. He was mm-hmm. like, a couple more years of really doing my part and being thoughtful and being a good leader, I can be on the Justice League. Yeah. Well, and now, I was like, yes, have goals. Yeah, where he's talking to Jane and is like, oh, you know, fun secret, the Flash, not, not actually that not fast. That fast. <gasps> yeah. Lie. And they also, they also mentioned Star Labs and Argus to like really, that are tie in the universe. Tie in the larger DC universe. Just low key build a a world, which I dig. Anyway, if you have time. Yeah. It's weird. And Brendan Fraser's on it and I love him. (gasps) Yeah, girl. Brendan Fraser is Robot Man. And they live steel. One Mm -hmm. of the sexy dudes from Magic Mike. Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer! Prettiest nice. man alive. Yeah, it's white great. Color. They, yeah, white yeah. color. They, they get you. both of those both guys, and, and then, then you never actually see them the except for flashback. Time, yeah, because Matt Bomer's the the, the mummied up guy. <laughs> so you only get you only get flashbacks. <laughs> you guys are getting my hopes up. I know. <laughs> it's emotional roller coaster. That's what we provide. There's here. a lot of Brendan Fraser with a mullet in the first episode. Oh, so I like, love that. I mean, guys, I rewatched the mummy all the time because it is a perfect film. Also, they had a mummy joke in the first. Episode. Oh, they did. Nice. They did. Um, Cliff Steele, Brendan Fraser said to Larry, the mummy guy, being like he was in. The, he goes, um, "What was it like being mummified with your cat, <laughs> or something like that?" It was like being buried with all your cats. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I will watch this. It's fun. Nice. I am nice, sold. Nice. nice. All right. So on that note, uh, hit us up. To, what this today? Yeah, tomorrow for uh, Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check us out on notlg.com slash TV or Facebook's at TV or, you know, Twitter if you're still on that thing at TV. Eh, Twitter. What? Um, and we, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Same Bam time, same POW channel. Bam POW! Twitter for life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I left you in You're the all losers. <laughs>